Losing weight to gain control. Today's topic, how to be healthy while traveling. Hello, and welcome to the Losing Weight to Gain Control podcast. Coach Gwen here today to give you some encouragement to start or continue on your weight loss journey to maintenance. There was no episode last week because I wasn't home. I was actually traveling. I thought about pre-recording one, or could have recorded one on my phone, but I decided to wait till I, until I got back. I was visiting my family and attending an event and trying to visit people I hadn't seen in uh, years, so I wanted to concentrate on spending some time with my loved ones. I wanted to take a break and recharge. The event I went to was called Write Your Worth, and it was done uh, by the person that helped me to get my book out, which is called Losing Weight to Gain Control, and his name is Dr. Fred Jones. Now, in the future, the next book I'm working on is a recipe book and also a book about overcoming challenges in your life. I have the outlines, but I just have to get started on writing the content. So more books to come from Coach Gwen in the future. And if you haven't done it yet, sign up to be on my email list to get your 14-day Get Started Guide. Go to thegwenalexander.com, that's T-H-E, gwenalexander.com, and click on Sign Up Here. Everyone also tells me, I, everyone usually says, I don't know where to start. So here is something to help you get started. I'll help you identify where you want to go with your weight and why and even with your life. And it will get you to become more conscious of what food you're putting into your body. Also, while on my website, you can sign up for my eight-week weight management program, which starts October 3rd. I think in the last episode, I gave the wrong date when the early bird special ends, but it's in September. I think it's September 5th. And then after that, it goes to the full price. And also, don't forget, the first five people to sign up get a one-hour coaching session with me during that eight weeks. If you have any questions about the program, you can contact me at my email address, gwen at thegwenalexander.com. Okay, today's topic. Now, don't you love to go on vacations? Wouldn't it be nice if life was one big vacation? Well, the vacation I had last week was a much-needed one. One of the things I have been doing is starting to invest more in myself and not just money. Today, I went to a yoga class and I want to continue to make this a part of my exercise routine. That means budgeting for it. So that's one of the ways I'm investing. I guess that's kind of investing with money, but I'm also investing my time in doing something that will help me. But let's go back to the vacation. When we take a vacation, usually we are traveling somewhere. Or maybe we have a job that has you travel a lot. Sometimes eating out can pack on the pounds if you don't watch it. The serving sizes are larger and you don't get to control what goes into the food. And if you are eating a lot of fried food and high sugar foods, your body will feel lousy. And then what about exercise? Some people take vacation as a time to sit around, which is okay. But what about being deliberate about exercise or just moving? When I went to Louisiana last week, I knew there were certain foods I wanted to eat. It had been years since I had had them. But what happened is this. One day, I had something that I really wanted, and I was done. I really didn't want anything of those other foods that I knew were fried or or very high in sugar. 
I mean, they have these things called beignets, which is like a fried bread that has powdered sugar on it. And I, I went to one of the local restaurants and I had a shrimp po' boy and a large chocolate cake. Now, for those of you that don't know what a po' boy is, it's like an overstuffed sandwich. And that was all I ate for that day, except for what I had for breakfast, which was a light breakfast. I wasn't hungry. Then the other days, I ordered foods from the menu that weren't fried, but baked, because that's what I wanted. That's what I try to get people to understand. You get to a point where you don't want those foods um, all the time. Even in the airports, I was looking for certain places to eat where I knew I could get a breakfast uh, with egg whites or, or a sandwich later with grilled chicken. Now, I flew to where I was, and I had a car available to me. I, I got a rental. And what I'm going to give you today are things or tips to help you, whether you're driving or flying to your destination. Because if you're driving, then you can take a little more food with you. Let's start with if you're flying. The great thing about the internet is you can look up anything. Can you say Google? You can look up the airports that you'll be at or flying into and out of and know what food places are available at each one. You already know if you have a layover and for how long, so you can plan accordingly. If you know you'll have to have lunch at the airport, choose somewhere to eat where you can get items that aren't necessarily fried. Get grilled chicken or veggie wraps. Almost every airport has a subway, and many of them have sit-down restaurant types you can eat uh, if if the time you have allows. One of the reasons I didn't want to load up on high-calorie foods was... I knew I would be sitting a lot on my flying days. I wouldn't be moving very much and wouldn't be able to burn off a lot of that food. Also, try to make water the main thing you drink. Yes, it's nice to have that frappuccino because there's a Starbucks in every airport too. But try to stay away from sugary drinks. Remember, those have a lot of calories too. I usually have a hot chocolate each day. And on the flight back home, I had one because it was breakfast time when I had my first layover. It fit into my plan even while I was on vacation. And yes, I was still thinking about how will this fit into my plan for today. If you are driving to your destination, you can do the same thing. Google Maps shows you everything. If you know where you're going to stop in a certain city, figure out where you'll want to eat. If you really want to take it to the next level, you could get on the website of the place that you're eating at and already know what type of foods that you'll have. Now, don't laugh, but I do this. Actually, I already know what I would choose from most major food chains. They have the nutrition information on their websites. And so what I've done is I've already gone to them and know that when I go to this particular restaurant, I can order this and it's not going to put me over my calorie budget or make me feel lousy for the day. So tip number one is, if you're flying or driving, Get online and plan where you will eat at the airports or any cities you will be stopping in. This next tip deals with what to take with you to snack on. One of the first things I would do is visit the TSA website to see what food you can take with you through security. Mostly anything that is a dry good you can because I looked at that before I left. I decided to bring these foods with me. Trail mix, some cheddar snack uh, rice cakes, a 100-calorie pack of yogurt-covered pretzels, and some chocolate peanut butter protein bars. I like chocolate and peanut butter. I wanted to have those items also as snacks when I reached my destination. 
I put everything in a snack size Ziploc bag and to put those Ziploc bags in a bigger gallon size bag. So when I wanted to eat something, it was in one spot in my bag and I didn't have to dig through it to find it. It also came in handy during the week that I had my snacks with me that I enjoyed. Once you get through security in the airport, you can purchase stuff from the airport food court. Some of the snacks items uh, I would have purchased would have been yogurt or maybe have gotten a smoothie. The stuff you can't usually bring through security. And if you're driving, you could bring a cooler with you that you could put cold items in. Things like the yogurt or maybe even some of your own mixed sandwiches to bring with you. Vegetable dips and, and some maybe some already cut up vegetables. Then that way you don't have to keep stopping to buy food. Because I'm one of those people, when I start driving, I do not want to stop unless it's just to go to the bathroom. So tip number two is bring your own snacks. The next one has to deal with uh, when you reach your destination. How to eat once you're there. Now I knew I was staying with my family for a certain amount of time, and I would be in a hotel after that for a few days in a different city for the Right Your Worth event. Now don't laugh at me for this either. But I already had my grocery list planned before I got there because I knew for the time I was staying with my family, they probably wouldn't have the things I wanted to eat. When I got off the plane and we were in the car, I asked, do you mind if we stop at the grocery store along the way? You may think this is extreme, but I already knew what foods they had at home and actually nothing was cooked when I got there. I bought some bananas. I bought some fruit. I got my egg substitute because that's what I usually uh, eat. And I got some lean ground turkey and some other things that I knew I could make breakfast with or a meal. I went to the house and got all my things prepared. The only thing I missed from my home was my little containers and all my plates that I have and my measuring cups. My dad even made, made the comment when I was eating my cereal that he usually has his cereal floating in milk because I measured that out pretty well too. Mine wasn't swimming in milk. The days I was in another city at the hotel were a little different. I knew all my meals would be at a restaurant or a fast food type place. It was one of those situations that once I parked the car I was driving, it was going to stay parked. So it had to be uh, within walking distance wherever I did eat. As I was walking to my hotel, I was looking to see what was around me. I found a Starbucks. So Starbucks was breakfast, I found a Subway, so that was dinner or lunch, and the hotel had a restaurant that I ate at one day. I stayed there, it was only like two and a half days. And at Starbucks, I got my hot chocolate for the day, and then um, they had a reduced uh, fat turkey egg white sandwich. And then um, at Subway, I usually ordered some type of chick- the chicken breast or sweet onion chicken teriyaki, on the flatbread with no cheese and I usually get a little bit of light mayonnaise. And then when I did eat in the restaurant, I ordered a fish sandwich. The fish was baked and seasoned and they had their homemade chips with the dish. And then water was what I drank. The hot chocolate was the only calorie beverage I had those days. And I did that on purpose. The only real high calorie, high fat food I had was that shrimp po' boy with the fri- well, I had french fries, forgot to mention that, and that huge chocolate cake. And if you go to my Facebook page, that's facebook.com backslash Alexander, you can see a picture of it. Can I say it was really good? 
but after I ate it, I wasn't stuffed. I was satisfied. One reason I think it satisfied me is I wasn't eating to just shove it in. I enjoyed it, and I was sharing time with with one of my friends, and I, I just was having a good time. I've taken away the that emotional aspect of food. Even on vacation, I didn't want food to be the center of my world. So tip number three, when you reach your destination, try to go to the grocery store if possible and buy some food items to have at your disposal so you don't go to the food places all the time. And if you have to eat out, get on their website and see what options they have available to you. The food you eat needs to give you the energy so you can go to all these awesome places that you want to visit while you're on vacation. The last tip, number four, has to deal with exercise. If you're going on vacation for a week, I wouldn't be too concerned about exercise if you usually exercise regularly. I did about 30 to 45 minutes of uh, an exercise video on YouTube on those days, but the last few days I didn't worry about it. So last week I had four rest days, but I was still moving a lot. One day I went and walked for about 30 minutes. Nothing crazy. You know, I wasn't trying to go really fast because I didn't have on my tennis shoes. I had on dress shoes. So I guess you can say I really had three rest days technically. The hotel I stayed at had a gym, but I decided I wanted to give my body a rest. Now, if you travel all the time for your job, I would recommend trying to find ways to fit regular exercise in. Make sure you pack your workout clothes, which I did, because you never know. You might get a chance to use them. And you can check to see if a hotel has a room. Some hotels have rooms that have um, a treadmill or an elliptical or might even have room if you do have some uh, uh, exercises that you know you can do. And if they don't have a room, maybe ask for a room on the lower level so you could exercise in your room so you won't disturb the people below you. Now Nike has an app, which I mentioned this before, and it's free. And it's called the Nike Training App that you can download to your phone, and it has exercises that it will talk you through. I actually went to my app before I left on vacation and downloaded some of the exercises as a just-in-case I had to, I wanted to use those. Some hotels have free Wi-Fi. You could stream an exercise video, especially if you're going to be sitting a lot and eating a lot of high-fat, high-calorie foods or high-carbohydrate foods for these meetings that you may be going to. You need to get moving as much as possible. This will also give you the energy that you need. So that's tip number four. Try to be as active as possible or get a workout in during the day. So tip number one was, if you're flying or driving, get online and plan where you will eat at the airport or any cities that you'll be stopping in. Tip number two was, bring your own snacks. Tip number three is, When you reach your destination, try to go to the grocery store if possible, buy some food items to keep at your disposal, or if you eat out, uh, make sure you plan in your meals accordingly. And then the last tip, do some exercise if you can. Now, as I want to start traveling more, these are the rules that I've given myself to follow. If you have some that you do, I'd like to hear them. So I can share them on uh, with my listeners or we can, you, if you don't want me to share them, just let me know. But I like finding new things to do. And you can do that at my website, thegwenelgvander.com. And there's a part where you can click on con- the contact button to 
send it to me, or you can send it at, to my email, gwen at thegwenalexander.com. So until next time, go out there and enjoy your, your travels or your vacation, but make sure you're prepared before you go. The information in this podcast is for informational purposes only. I'm not a medical professional. You should consult with your doctor or medical professional before beginning any weight loss or exercise program.